Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Osnes here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy weekend. Yes, happy weekend. Right back <laughs> at you, my friend. Yep, get deep into fall here. Yes, but I want to thank you for last weekend inviting me over to your place to oh, christen your gazebo. Absolutely. That was so much fun. And to see the beautiful gardens that Michael Murrow Design created and that Jose Escobar at the Cousins Landscaping helped install. No, I'm excited because I got, got a chance to see it because Jose is coming to work again at my place. Oh, yeah. Coming yeah. up. So he's going to put in some raised beds. They did a great job. They did a beautiful say, job. The know, place looked awesome. Michael Michael Murrow um, is, is a great great landscape designer mm-hmm. and he yeah. came out been goes, on our show goes, what do you want to do with this place i go i want to bomb it i just i i don't like anything in this yard my yard what do you want to okay. do with your yard i go i bomb it just take everything out i want to start okay. from a like a clean sheet of paper so he goes out and waves his arms around and he's looking at the sun and he's looking <laughs> he at the soil and no he you know a good designer <laughs> will figure out you know, where's the sun? Where, you know, what plant grows best where? And, yes, and but I'm just laughing like, that you described that as waves his arms around like he's... Whatever he's doing. <laughs> he's you know, conjuring up the, the I, image. I have quite the yeah. image in my head. Okay. <laughs> anyway, he came out with a, a great design. Oh, it's beautiful. And, and, I loved it. And he started... Well, especially because there's a whole group of people there and you had hummingbirds coming in to feed. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were all feeding our faces and then so were the birds, <laughs> Yeah. you know, yeah. and then you had all the... Um, the black-eyed Susans. Mm-hmm. And what's the name of the one that they were coming in? The hummingbirds were on it. I call them hot lips. I oh, because they're think the white and yeah, they're pink. a little white and pink. And the the bees and the hummingbirds just oh yeah, they just well they're made for those them. things. Yeah, they really like yeah, them. Yeah, they're totally made for them. Yeah. In fact, actually, I was going to ask you. I didn't get to ask at your barbecue. Those um, grow pretty prolifically. So if you ever yeah. get to a place uh, where you want to divide some out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Please, please, Sounds and thank good. you. I would love yeah. some for my yard. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are just on their second year, and, and yeah, they're, they're looking they, amazing. They're like doubled in one year. Yeah. They no, they get really big. big. I have another neighbor who yeah. keeps hers contained in a certain area, mm-hmm. um, kind of flanked by sidewalk area, just because yeah. of that. Oh yeah. She's yeah. Con- she's always telling me like yep. if you want and i forget to ask her so hack them way down yeah. yeah she's not always outside when i'm walking my dog nearby because i walk in the mornings and then i walk in the evenings and i don't always yeah. see her so oh, yeah so yeah. anyway i can come over to your house well thank you no that was a that was a great it was a great day we had lots yeah. of good food my son peter did wood fired homemade pizza on the big green egg yes he and then and actually what was really fun huh. part of why i'm also bringing this up was talking to both your sons, because Kyle and Peter, I believe, both are con- thinking about coming to our upcoming class. They are. And so was another gal who was a guest of your wife. That's right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like we talked a little bit more after after you left. Awesome. So, yeah, awesome. So awesome. Got- well, maybe we should remind our listeners when that class is going to be. We do have a class coming up. So mm-hmm. if anybody says class. that we have no class, uh, they're wrong. Uh, yes. So, yeah, October 21st. Mm-hmm. From 5 to 7 p.m. That's a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it will be a virtual class. So yep. we have a Zoom link. We can get Gotta that all zoom, set zoom, up. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so you can uh, sit back, open up your favorite, mm-hmm. uh, you know, beverage. beverage? And yeah, it's like when we class. did the one at the wine place. We, Ooh, we, we could need, do wine pairings. We need to People do can do again. their own bottles at home. Where the presenters are. <laughs> This one. Oh, if you could just taste this Merlot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. This Pinot and an APR of, (laughs) you know. (laughs) 
definition of PMI. That's always yes. a possibility. Yes, Pinot Noir to go with the PMI. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, we might have to do that. Yeah. 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 Okay. We'll work on that. <laughs> anyway, but in the meantime, mm-hmm. October 21st, 5 to 7 p.m., and to register, uh, we can do that a couple different ways. I think the best is to email you. Well, if you're a listener of the show, it's really simple to go to info at teamreba.com mm-hmm. and send us an email that you want to sign up. And yep. we'll, and we can also send you the Eventbrite Yes, because there is an Eventbrite link, yes. link as well. And our Facebook search. page is going to, we just got that all set up. So that's going to be on the Facebook Open House with Team Reba also. Mm-hmm. So okay. we're going to post it there in case you're someone who's going to be starting to follow us on Facebook Excellent. since we're driving a lot of activity. And listeners, just FYI, we're also starting to do some repeats of past shows since all of these radio programs go into podcast. And, you know, I got to tell you, um, you know, David Summers, who used to be our producer here, mm-hmm. uh, is working with me right now. And he's been doing an amazing job. I've been watching our listenership on our podcast growing. Mm-hmm. And, you wouldn't believe how many people in Pennsylvania and Ohio listen to this show. That's awesome. It's kind of crazy. Well, I love that. I mean, we're a local station here, but right. we've got reach. Right. And we've been running podcasts now going over six, six years. Six years. And we're coming up uh, very soon. I think, we, we, one, we need to do a celebration of it's our sixth year. Mm-hmm. And we're coming up on our 250th episode. Right. <gasps> yeah. Oh, let's do that. That's we'll some big numbers, man. Walk down memory lane on yes. that episode. Yeah. It'll be kind of fun. Yeah, well, we're, what, what's been great is David has now been categorizing a bunch of our old shows, and we're going to be doing them featured like around certain kinds of topics. Mm-hmm. So all of like the insurance kind of topics we have, things that have to do with like credit and what have you. I mean, it's, it's going to be totally fun. I can't wait. Excellent. Yes. Well, well before we get into with our guest, uh, mm-hmm. let's get an update on the market uh, because okay. I'm hearing signs. I'm hearing people tell me that it's slowing mm-hmm. down. But I haven't seen it. So who, who are these you, people? Uh, well, people who are the, in the industry the or people who, you know, well, okay. yeah, w- w- one of them is is a very famous um, uh, real estate prediction uh, firm, which has been dead wrong on all of their predictions. Are you talking you know, about Case Schiller? I am. Well, but they also because I happen to have right here one of their latest studies and they may, you know how they talk about it universally, like this is the national point of view. Mm-hmm. They also just recently posted that Phoenix, San Diego, and Seattle reported the highest year-over-year gains among America's 20 biggest cities. Which is And correct. we were number three yeah. at 25.5%. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so they're not always talking about us. Of course they're specifically. not. Specifically. No. Um, you know, but, but between them, the other big one is CoreLogic, mm-hmm. who have been like, almost dead wrong on their predictions oh of yeah how, how much the housing market will grow so you know, maybe their logic's not so core well they're starting to admit maybe you know, something that, uh, maybe some squirrels came and ate around the edges it's quite possible <laughs> <laughs> sorry i don't know where that one came from but yeah well because the apple core oh i oh got it okay i was going towards squirrel logic there but, well that uh, too yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Squirrel could logic be. and the squirrels were nibbling around the core. Could, yeah. very, well, could, could very well be. You know. You know what? Uh, yes. Okay. So we were talking. <laughs> okay, we're all jumping all over the place here. We were talking about my house and my yard, uh-huh. and I have uh, apple trees. I have yes, several. I do too. I and so like that's why orchard. I have the apples and the squirrels and, and my dog going crazy. And I have been working to organically get rid of the apple maggots, which is a thing in Western Washington. Yes. And I'm gonna by next year. I'm Yummy. gonna I'm gonna get them. Uh, but I'm using beneficial Don't. nematodes, and I'm and I'm releasing lacewing <laughs> flies, and I'm putting 
things over the fruitlets. I'm doing everything I can to get rid of those little worms. You brought this up just because you wanted to be able to say nematodes. (laughs) Beneficial nematodes. I know it. I know. (laughs) Where I was going with this is I realized the other day, all the little children's book that have the apple with the big happy worm, like Mm -hmm. poking his head out, smiling, you know, the little worm, Mm -hmm. that's a maggot. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a happy worm. That's an apple maggot. And well, it's happy because it's in its environment, noshing so. like crazy. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we're going to talk about noshing later in apples. the show, but in yeah. the way that we really want to be happy. <laughs> but yes, that that apple maggot is super happy. But right. um, once Somehow, again, why are we talking about yeah, how apple do we maggots? get from the real estate market from to core? apple maggots? Well, maybe that's just an analogy of what's going know. on in the real estate it's market, a, huh? Um, that they're. There's a feeding frenzy of maggots. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I do. I want to say kind of yes. So yes, we're saying that here in the local market, it's still a feeding frenzy. Mm-hmm. Maggots everywhere, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but here's one of the other things that does kind of, for me, lead into this as a segue. Um, so I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day, um, and I sent you a link about this company mm-hmm. um, because... We know that there's a bunch of alternate financing out there right now. Mm-hmm. And I happen to have a person I know who is in a situation where they need to extract some equity out of their home. And this business on the East Coast has an offering. And I, you know, I don't know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Because you have talked about programs where people loan you money and get an equity interest in your property. Mm-hmm. And that's what this program is. Right. And I was curious to get your opinion after having sent it to you. I don't want to say who the company is because I don't want to give them free advertising because I'm still right. like kind of not in my stomach about why my friend's doing this and, and how she may have found them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get that getting access to your equity. There's so many programs. There's there's companies in real estate who are doing this. I know mm. there's iBuyer programs. There's all kinds of stuff. And this is just one more iteration of things. Right. And I do worry that when people are in situations of need, that they kind of let go of what is logic at times because fear is affecting them. Right. And, and this, this program, I, I, I think my first response is it, it almost felt like a hard money reverse mortgage of, mm-hmm. of sorts. You make no payments. Yeah. They're saying it's not a loan. But, but they also pers- require you to sell your property within a certain period of time. Ten, ten years. You yes, have to do they, something. Yeah. Well, that's the maximum. They also have other like individual programs mm-hmm. within it that they'll provide a certain amount of equity as long as you're promising right. to sell within one to two years. Right. Um, what? So what, that really is more like a hard money lending. I can tell you even there are some first-time homebuyer programs out there that have some portion of equity sharing. Mm-hmm. And the, the one thing that's consistent across all of them is that when it gets to the point where the equity needs to be shared, mm-hmm. the owners of that home are frustrated they're angry they well, they're probably resentful. because they didn't understand it they didn't understand it yeah, it's or, one thing if you if they, understand it well even if they did understand it they they don't like it because it, it looks one way at the beginning but after 10 years of your own mm-hmm. maintaining that home working on that home improving that right. home, then somebody else gets a yeah a big slice but of the someone equity. helped you get there and I mean, and that's that's those are the things where I struggle around some of that mm-hmm. but um I just I want to just remind our listeners there's you know, you and I have talked about this. There are some industries that are doing really, really well right now. And a mm. lot of people making very good money. And there's people who are not. And this friend of mine happens to not be 
um, she went through a layoff through mm-hmm. COVID and has started another um, period of her life. And it just, it, it makes me nervous, you know, the situation. But I also need yeah. to finish that because it also goes back to a topic that we have been talking about, about appraisers and their availability. Because I, I want you to hear part of this story so our listeners understand what what happens and we're going to talk about it when we get back after these messages on open house with team reba We're back. Open house with Team Reba here. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. I'm back here with you, too. And this is yeah. Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock. And also... Sundays from 3 to 4 and yeah. always on podcast. There you go. <laughs> I love how you're queuing me up right there while I'm I trying was. to read something. And then I waited. <laughs> I know. <laughs> love that pregnant pause. I was yeah. like, I was just checking an email. I actually have two closings happening today. So I'm also keeping an eye on, you know, stuff that's happening and uh, I have a walkthrough even after after we're done with the show today. So I'm like, I've got a lot of a lot of information coming in at me. But oh um, speaking of information, let me finish that story okay. about my friend, yeah. okay, and how it relates to the appraisers. So apparently, my my friend has been talking to this company for several weeks, and you and I have talked on this program for months about how there is a shortage of appraisers. Mm-hmm. So. How I even found out she was going through this was a few weeks ago, she called me up and she went, how much do appraisals usually cost? And I went between about like 650 and 1100 depending. I'm like, why? And, she, and I said, are you refinancing or something? And she's like, well, kind of, yeah. And I went, okay, well, what are they quoting you? She goes, they were going to charge us like $2,300. And I went, I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, what kind of loan is this? That's a bit rich. It, very rich. And I thought, and no one's, and, but here's the thing though, Eric, I was curious. I had to keep pressing on it because I'm like, and no one's picked up the order? Like, yeah. that seems odd. How fast is the closing? Well, that's the whole thing. It's this program. Oh, it's She's that, just that getting the yeah. equity well, thing. And I thought, well, that's uh, maybe it's because she's she's on Vashon, and I thought maybe because oh, yeah. it's an unusual yeah. area. You don't see me like jumping up and down, shaking my head because this is the reality right now with appraisers. I know everywhere. I know. But a, see, okay, yeah. but here's what I don't get, and this is a I just mentioned before we went into the break. This is a company from the East Coast. They don't have connections here, mm-hmm. so I don't know how they were trying to do the appraisal request. But okay, let me just tell you. A few nights ago, after she reached out to me again, she's like, we still can't get anyone. And she's like, is, they said I could go ahead and get a third party. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like me doing it or what? Mm-hmm. And she goes, no, no, no. It has to be a Washington licensed appraiser. And I'm like, okay. I said, well, I have a bunch of contacts. You want me to just send them all to you? So the other night, I sent her a dozen. Mm-hmm. I sent her 12. She got somebody by the second phone call. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Well... So it could be that the this East Coast lender is using what's called an AMC. It's an appraisal mm-hmm. management company. And right. they, for lack of a better word, take their piece of the Right. Of so the they're probably fee. taking a big old chunk out it of that would be well. my guess. Yeah, it could be. And that's why I was like, well, let me just, here's what they normally cost. Let me yeah. give you a list. Yeah. And I'm like, just tell whoever you reach out to that you got it for me. They may or may not remember my name because they talk to lots and lots of agents. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them will remember me, at least, if they've 
um, because I tend to be one of those agents who is very open and professional courtesy, you know, giving details because we're supposed to um, put the details of the financial arrangements and things like that in the closing information mm-hmm. in our multiple listing service, right. specifically so that appraisers can find that information quickly and mm-hmm. do their jobs. Right. And there's tons and tons of agents out there who are not putting that information in. Right. It makes you know, it if a it's bit multiple offers, it. if it's, you know, what, mm-hmm. there's a lot of details that can mm-hmm. go in there. So, um, so usually they love me because I, Give them as many details I can without it being, you know, within uh, privacy rules. Well, that's good. Sounds like you got lucky with that. You know, yeah. Everybody is struggling right now to get appraisers to mm-hmm. do their jobs in a timely yes. manner. It's very difficult, and we even have major neighborhoods where they are just now nah, pass. Sorry, no. Yeah. And, Absolutely. And we're yeah. It's a it's a real struggle right now. If you are thinking about going into contract on a home and you want to put in say a twenty five thirty day closing. Uh, we will most likely have to pay a fairly exorbitant rush fee yes. to an appraiser just to get it back in time. Mm-hmm. And if you're in any area outside of the urban core here, anything mm-hmm. rural, Vashon included, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, the the time takes the time delays are longer and the cost mm-hmm. goes higher. So it's, oh yeah, because they got to pay for a right ferry now. boat ride <sighs> if they're not already yeah. on the island. And Vashon's very difficult because it's such a hodgepodge of housing. I just had an appraiser t- want to charge extra because the property was in. Seattle. They didn't want to drive into town from Bellevue. So they are coming up with all kinds of different reasons of, of, of why they want to charge us more money for this report above and beyond their baseline thing. Anyway. Uh, that's funny. Okay. Well, I rates. want to talk about... Oh. Yes. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. You're going to go on to rates. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, because we... Because I can't wait to get to our guest. Oh, absolutely. Me too. So I'm going to go real quick here. I want to hear if uh, the rates are tasty. Well, Because then we're going to talk about things that are tasty. uh, We just mentioned that appraisal fees are going up. So are rates. Uh, So we do have upward pressure on rates. Uh, the Federal Reserve is finally kind of firmly talking about tapering. I've been mm. they've been hinting at this for 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 a but couple months now. But they're not in tantrum now. phase, though. Well, uh, they will start tapering in November. Well, they'll announce it at their November Fed meeting, and they'll probably start sometime after that, probably okay. by December. So tapering means that they're cutting down the amount of mortgage-backed securities they've been buying, which has been upwards of sixty billion dollars a month. And, um, you know, they have a balance sheet, the Federal Reserve right now, between mortgages, mortgage-backed securities, and treasury securities, over $8 trillion. It's, a, it's, it's unsustainable. And so they, the tapering means they'll cut back the purchase of those securities. Uh, but it doesn't mean they're going to stop reinvesting on the existing securities they hold. So tapering sounds really horrible. In reality, what it means is that we're going to start to see rates inch their way higher. Uh, if you haven't done that refinance or mm-hmm. you know looking at buying those homes, I'm, of course I'm it's not, happening while I'm trying to buy my new rental is. property. Well, we're not, of course we're not, we're not in a panic situation, but they are drifting higher. So here's where we're at right now: the national average for a 30-year fixed-rate conventional loan, 3.09 percent, up okay, from about I'm, 2.75. I'm, 
I'm, yeah, I'm so, not going to complain because my current loan is at 3.32. So right, that's still right. lower than what I've got right now. Right. That was the lowest. But we're up a quarter before. percent, three-eighths of a percent yeah. from, from even a couple of months ago. I got you. 15-year fixed rates, 2.49. They were as low as 2.22 this year. FHA and VA, 2.75%. They were as low as 2.25. You're giving people the fear of missing out. you got that FOMO (laughs) action going on right now. Like, oh my gosh. I know. Uh, The one area that hasn't really changed much are jumbo. Anything in our local communities higher than about uh, 765,000. 3.1% for a jumbo 30-year fixed rate, up a little bit from 2.99%. So not the end of the world by any stretch, you know, no. but the rates are definitely up a little bit and drifting higher. So so get to our class now. Yes. And, <laughs> and just a quick shout out. If you have PMI on your loan, mortgage mm. insurance, you've owned that home more than about a year, you might have enough equity to get rid of the PMI. Oh my, oh my goodness. Let me restate that from Case Schiller, 25.5. I know. Like I say. So- Definitely now is the time to be looking into that. Uh, get rid of that PMI. You can save yourself probably hundreds of dollars a month off your payment. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and thousands over the years. Right. Absolutely. It's significant. Many thousands. It's significant. Yes. So, uh, and then I, if whatever you were paying on PMI, if you chose to still put a portion of that against your principal, you could pay it off even earlier and save extra, even more money. One extra payment a year takes about six years off the That's life of a right. mortgage. It's a huge, huge savings. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I need things to take years off the life of me. <laughs> meaning, meaning like looking youthful, not like to take away life from me. <laughs> if I want to do that, I just need to come and eat that more at your place. There was a head. lot of goods. There was mm. a lot of sugary goodies at your place. That was a, like a sugar bomb danger zone at your yeah, house there was, there was a lot of cooking going on over there that's for yeah. sure speaking of cooking yes yes, yes i'm yes, really yes. happy to have our guest here today excited. for an upcoming event yeah why don't you well i'm very in? excited to once again so many of our listeners know that i serve on the renton technical college foundation board and as part of that i've been able to be part of a lot of their different programs and one of the great programs that we brought back about four years ago um, you know, the Kajini family really promoted this. And now we, we do have our uh, celebrated, uh, you know, s- celebrity chef program. And we have with us Chef Tony Parker from the college. Thank you for yes, being welcome. here. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, super excited. Um, so why don't you share with our listeners who our new... Um, celebrity chef. Yeah, celebrity chef is going to be... because. I don't know him as well as you do. I mean, because I'll be honest, I don't watch TV. <laughs> so I don't watch the big you know, programs and yeah. competitions and things like that. But I do. I, I know what they are. Um, but you've been in direct contact with this chef. And he's, he's also from the local area. But share with our listeners who we have and, and something about the program. Well, we have uh, Chef Shota Nakajima. And he was uh, on the Bravo's Top Chef Season 18. And that was the one they did just recently in... Uh, Portland, Washington, oh, okay. or Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he um, he made it to the finals. The three the three contestants at the final, and he didn't win, but he was the fan. He was voted fan favorite. Awesome. So he got an award for that. I think it was like ten thousand dollars. But uh, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Um, yeah. But uh, very energetic, and he, like you said, he is from this area, mm-hmm. um, Seattle originally. Uh, trained in Japan and Osaka, and then came back, yeah. and and just basically. Um, 
that Japanese comfort food is like what he does. But uh, oh, when he, fun. When, he, when he trained in Japan, uh, he he trained with a renowned chef with Michelin star that basically gave him that um, that attention to detail and taking care of guests and, and going above and beyond. You know, and, and yeah. that's really what sets chefs apart, you know, from one right. to another is that customer service and, and what you can do. And he's always searching. Chef Shota is always looking for that. That, that little something to set mm-hmm. them apart and do this and do that. And that's, and that's exciting. That's so important in today's economy, right? Oh, like yeah. one of my favorite books is Humans Are Underrated. And one of the things that talks about a lot is making that emotional connection with the people that you serve. And so it sounds I, like I can't wait because um, Eric and I are both going to be able to attend and are excited that we're going to be sharing that with friends and family and I, I just love seeing how each chef has had their own little way of how they do things. Like when we had um, last year's Angie Marr. Angie Marr. Marr. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Woo. She was right. Bring out the Lipitor. Uh, but that, <laughs> that was, was a meat and meat and all meat. Uh, yeah, well, and starch good. and cheese. And it was the most <laughs> deliciousness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was so delicious. So I'm so excited to have yet again because Tom Douglas was one of our past yeah. chefs. Yeah. And, you know, he brought another something different to the table, literally. Um, You know, so I can't wait to see what we're going to get from this chef. And just because you were describing how he jumps up on counters in some of his (laughs) Just, you know, people can go online and and follow him and look at his stuff. But he's um, and I and I did that a little bit, too. I'm looking at that. And I just. I see how exciting it is. So okay. Hold that thought. If yeah. you all have to jump on a counter, now's the time to do it. We're going to be right back. <laughs> More Open House with Team Reba talking with Chef Parker and about an upcoming fantastic event. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Haas is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yes, and we have with us Chef Tony Parker from Renton Technical College and the Culinary Program. So excited to have you here and talking about this. Yeah, love to be here. So, okay, so tell everyone, so we're, we're talking about um, the chef who's going to be there for the evening's event. Let's give the details of the event. So the, the event is in November. It's November 10th. And it's um, from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock at night. And basically, I think we have 48 or 50 seats, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, okay. And if you go to foundation.rtc.edu, basically, you can see what's there and what's available. Uh, last I heard, it's selling out fast. Yes. And, and they all do. They always do. Yes. Um, well, but this is different because I know last time I talked to Carrie Shaw, our executive director, um, who was supposed to be on the show, but had to last minute not be able to make it. So, Carrie, we miss you. Yes. Um, but we have another element to this event this year, well, which is it, very different. It, it is different. She, they were going to do the virtual where yeah. we, we package the things up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can get the meal. And then they're at home watching it as he's doing it and, and oh. cooking it themselves. That just changed today. <laughs> oh, Yeah, gotcha. I know, right? Okay. So, but we are going to be doing... Um, we're going to be doing packaging the meal and cooking it for them, and they can pick it up that night. They get a bottle of wine with the entree. Mm. I think they're going to get the um, the three of the four courses is what they're going to be oh getting. Oh, my gosh. So they're going to get the, the miso clam chowder, the black cod, and the dessert, and then a That sounds amazing. Oh, it's it's an incredible And menu. a bottle of wine. And you're getting that. It, $80. It's $80 because it's the 80th, 80th anniversary of the college. Exactly. And so we're doing it for $80. I mean- I'm sorry, but that sounds like 
a screaming deal to me. Three courses courses. and a bottle of wine and the recipes. Like, come on. Oh yeah. And the recipes. (laughs) And and that is one of the things he's, he's giving out unpublished recipes that he's coming out with, Mm -hmm. uh, that he hasn't come out with though, as part of the deal. Um, all the, all the people that come and enjoy this, or even the ones that are taking stuff home are getting some of these recipes that aren't even published yet. Oh, so nice. He's oh, going to be sharing with the public. Yes. What See he's, what you what get with membership. Up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is secret. You well, so, you know, that's, that's kind of one of the big appeals of this kind of thing is right. that, you know, like you get to be the insider and you get right. the inside scoop on so, stuff. And if you can't be there because, you know, we can only have so many seats. Exactly. Um, but experiencing this menu and then getting that aspect mm-hmm. of it as well is, is a great opportunity. Well, I so I'll just say I think it's also the perfect time for something like this because as everyone has kind of modified how they do things during COVID, this type of presentation is even more commonplace, I think, or more... Um, appealing to people because you can still be engaged with a cool program like this. You can still help support a community program and an industry that literally has been feeding all of us throughout a pandemic. True. Right. You know, that's, that's people give their heart and soul to all of this. Um, Because as you've mentioned before, you've got to be truly passionate because a lot of the students that are even part of your program, it's not like they're young. Right. Yeah. Right. We get uh, we have a huge, diverse cross section of everybody out there from coming right out of high school to 60 year old, 65 year old that it's I've got a student right now that worked at Boeing for 45 years. Oh, wow. And, and now he's there and he comes up to me every day. Hey, thank you, chef. Thank you, chef. And it's like, for what, man? He goes, oh, I'm just loving every minute of this. And I said, oh, cool. I, I'm glad you're here. And he's a great student and, yeah. he, and he just loves what he's doing. And that passion at as somebody who's already had a full career mm-hmm. and now he's doing mm-hmm. this and he's just and not that he's doing this to go out and work on a line at salties or something like that right mm-hmm. yeah um he's doing this because it's passion and he wants to be a better cook and he's he's enjoying it and he's doing it at home with his wife and he's just nice like you're having your weekend events you know he's right this right. is what he's loving to do and he's going to school yeah so i want you to explain that a little bit too because um i think Many people think, oh, okay, great. You're just learning how to go cook. But you have mentioned before that, because um, like I'm looking at the the jacket that you're wearing, the American oh, yeah. Culinary Federation. Federation. Yeah. That's a very specific program, correct? correct. And, and And so what the students walk out of when they graduate this program is very special, isn't it? It is. We're an accredited program with the ACF, the American Culinary Federation. So we have all this criteria that we have to make sure we're teaching the students certain competencies. So it's it's a little higher level. So we are a technical college, and we're teaching our students to be right industry level. I mean, mm-hmm. we're always saying industry level, industry level. You're mm-hmm. walking out of here, and and our students are sought after. And But our students also, if they get through the program, are certified culinarians right out of mm-hmm. the program. Um, they get a degree if they take 20 more credits, like your science, your social, your mm-hmm. math, those things, which is outstanding. And if they go into an apprenticeship program, which I also run for the Washington State Chefs out of Renton Tech, within a year and a half, they're a certified sous chef. Oh, nice. Because Mm. it's like the fast track. They go into a house like, you know, an Ethan Stoll or whatever out Mm -hmm. there for an apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. And then they're still going to school on Monday nights. And then they're getting all this hands-on at one of these places. And it's just an incredible opportunity for those that are passionate and those that are this is what their goal is. Right. And so you're right. Everybody has a different goal, 
a lot of our students, I want a food truck. Okay, we'll help you with that. Or, mm-hmm. But we give them all the all the basic knowledge that they need, the building blocks. And, you know, and that's how you describe it. You're going to get all the building blocks and then what you take with that and how you create what mm-hmm. you're what you want to do is just on top of that. Yeah. Well, one of the things I also like about RTC is it has the entrepreneurial program. So even someone who was going through the culinary, if they do want like the food truck or something like that, they can also build those other business skills. Um, Because that's one of the things that I have said for many, many years, because I, I, part of the reason I'm part of the foundation is because I started putting myself back through college because I, I had like a, an intervention basically in my college career path when I was, you know, fresh out of high school. And so I didn't start putting myself back through college until I was in my late twenties. And so I was working full time, going to school. I started with North Seattle college. um, And then I did a fast track program for a business management and marketing degree. And I was taking a class every five weeks. I mean, I was just like sipping from a fire hose, so to speak, while working full time and traveling full time for work. And that my boss loved it because, I mean, if these guys are getting in internships with like an Ethan Stoll, oh my gosh, that amount of knowledge base that they're getting from another expert in their field, as well as what the, you know, the basic skills and everything else they need to know to be certified. I mean, what a great program. Oh, it's a great opportunity for yeah. anybody. This is, and, and right now, what an opportunity for anybody that wants to be in the culinary because there are mm-hmm. so many openings out there. Mm-hmm. I get phone calls every single yeah. day. Uh, I've got chefs coming from country clubs and from, you know, mm-hmm. Anthony's and all of these locations yeah. are like, do you have people? Do you have people? And it's like, I have a lot of people. Yeah. You know, and we need to support these industries, yeah, absolutely. right? Absolutely. I mean, because that, that's who everyone, like a sec- the second we started opening up again in the right. state, where did everybody go? They're gone. They went to the restaurants, <laughs> yeah. you know, the restaurants exactly. are, you know, well, but, and the restaurants are struggling and, and because yeah. they just yeah. can't fill, they, right. They're, they're having a very hard time. Yeah. And, so supporting people through these programs is really, really key. Right. And, and being able to participate in a really fun event like this, right. man, you, you can't do better on a full circle there. No. For me, it's like the farm to table, except for this time, it's like the, you know, the student to, you know. <laughs> and the students are going to be a part of that. That's the great thing about this, that the students will be there. Mm-hmm. They'll be in the kitchen and we'll be cooking as, as Chef mm-hmm. Shelt is down in the demo kitchen with all of you that are, that are down there. Mm-hmm. And he's he's doing his demos and he's cooking in front of you and talking and jumping on counters, whatever he's going to yeah. do. And <laughs> then wait. we're in the kitchen with the students and, and we're preparing all this that he's yeah. already come like the day before and worked with us and talked to us and we've got his recipes and making sure that it is what he wants. Mm-hmm. And and then that'll all come down and you guys will enjoy that. And then the next course. And it, so it's, it's yeah. a great experience for students, of, especially ones that have never been in the industry mm-hmm. or worked out there to kind of see what that's like. Right. And to make yeah. sure that this is what they want. I mean, that's really, we, we want as many students as we can get and we're full right now, mm-hmm. but it's like, we also want to make sure that it's the right fit. It's the right, mm-hmm. they call it the guided pathway, making sure that you're on the right path. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's what chefs like myself with all the, the stuff mean is that we're old and we've been around a while. And, <laughs> <laughs> what's that mean? It's like, that just means wait, I'm old. I, wait, I need to get Eric a shirt he like that for mortgage. I can, no, no, no. I can have That's one right. made for him. Yeah, there you go. Custom for you. What, what do you tell a prospective student? You know, when they're trying, they're saying, "Hey, I want to get into this industry. I want to be a chef." 
Do you give them sort of a visual of, of what it's like? We're to, very to be honest. In that job? I, I'm yeah. I'm honest. I, I'm not a I'm not an administrator at the college. That says, come on in. You know, let's mm-hmm. do this. I mm-hmm. I want to be really honest because I don't want somebody to come into the program and two weeks later say, no, I, I can't do this. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. not. So we used to have orientations prior mm-hmm. to COVID where they would come in prior to starting, and I'd talk to them for an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and I'd say, okay, here's the nuts and bolts. Right. I mean. Mm-hmm. I was an engineer in college before I was a, a chef, before I went to culinary school, and and it was easy for me, and I loved it, but I was putting my way through school cooking, and I loved that more, and I dropped out of the one and went into the other, and I told them, I said, looking at my whole career in 40-plus mm-hmm. years, it is a hard road. Being mm-hmm. in a kitchen and working the hours and working the holidays and all mm-hmm. that, it's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, yeah. it's a hard road, but it's very fulfilling if mm-hmm. this is your passion, and I said, I would do it again. But I said, you need to understand what it's like, Yes, what it's going to be like. You, you just don't walk in. It's not TV. And it's like, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. do this. And I'm going to open up this. And I'm, you know, yeah. I'm going to be rich and breeze famous. Breeze in, breeze out. No, yeah. It's not like that. It's you know. yeah. hard work. When they get to celebrated chef level, they've worked you work. super hard. And, and it's like probably in any industry, it's the yes. same thing. You work it hard is. to be an electrician. You yeah. work hard Everyone to be a Everyone thinks in real estate, everyone walks in and makes a six-figure well, income. It's, it's like, true. no, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, most people money. struggle. Well, and some of these restaurant recovery shows, I, I kind of get hooked mm-hmm. on watching a few of those, especially <laughs> the, the English ones, but oh, yeah. uh, won't name any names. But, sure. you know, there's the aspect of your craft itself, but then there's also the aspect if you become the entrepreneur is how to run a business. Business. And it's it's mm-hmm. a completely different skill set. We, we talk a lot mm-hmm. about that. What do I need? You need to have some math skills. Yes. And, 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 I, and I've been in those positions. I've ran things. And, and you have to be able to balance books and you have to be able to food costs. You have to mm-hmm. be able to understand, I bought all of this. I'm selling it. What's left? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't forget the government. Don't forget taxes. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, you know. Right. There's a lot. And That's where a lot of people mess up. They always mess up there. But it's, it's I, we let them know everything. And we are very honest about it. We're very straightforward. We scare some people away. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I want people to understand what they're getting into. How long is the program? It's actually um, four quarters for our certificate now. We've just revamped our program and, and cut our credits down. It's 79 credits now. So it's for the certificate, it's four quarters. And then if they take one more quarter of those gen mm-hmm. eds, they get their associate applied science degree. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's fantastic. And all of that transfers right into my apprenticeship program that starts right after that. It used to be three years and the apprenticeship is two. And with that, it's even, it's like a year, year and a half now. Oh, I love it. Leads to jobs. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, right, we've well, got more with Chef Parker coming up here on Open House with Team Reba. Got to take a real quick break, and we're going to be right back. So stay tuned. More Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Ostinus from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. What the heck are a banker and a real estate agent doing talking about a chef <laughs> event? But we like what to highlight we like to highlight events going on in our communities. Yeah, this is Half part of regional impact we, and restaurants. Absolutely. Great. I mean, we talk about the quality of life here. And um, hello, one of my friends. In fact, I'm going to say happy birthday to my friend Jennifer Berman back in Maryland, who I'm going to send this show to, because one of the reasons she loves coming to visit Seattle is the great Amazing restaurants. restaurants and foods well, we she have. has to have right. gluten free, and like, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to give a shout out to Bill Raniger, who's executive chef over at one of my favorites, Duke's. 
Um, they have so many gluten-free options, including all of their chowders. This is a woman who lives in Maryland where there's chowder and she can't get gluten-free chowder. Oh, our, our chowder and she comes ca- all the way to Seattle to get it. Our chowder. <laughs> it's just like our Dungeness crab will yes. beat up any blue crab. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's like week. totally we'll, like, I got to have the crab when I get out there. I got to have nah, this chowder. Yeah, like right. she can't that's right. stop not herself. Even, and I say Bill also fight. because that's Bill has attended our event and has donated um, items to that event and has personal connection because both his mom and stepmom were involved in the program many, many years ago Excellent. in the culinary. So, so yeah. Chef Tony Parker. So again, we've got the Celebrity Chef event coming up November 10th. It's going to be from 6 to 9 p.m. Renton, mm-hmm. Renton Technical College, but you can also watch it online. You can have, you can pick up food for it pick up the dinner in advance you bet with night. wine with wine speaking yeah. of wine yes, yes i want to know about that well we they've got a um a renowned sommelier his name is bruce sturgeon and he's washington native um he's got a crazy recipe of over 40 years of experience in the wine and restaurant business he's a certified sommelier through the court of master sommeliers mm-hmm. um lots of awards uh, and wine programs he's developed throughout his career um, he's done, um, he's, he's, he's basically completed his tours of duty in Colorado and California, which is, you know, has to be done. He returned to Seattle <laughs> to serve as the wine director at Wild Ginger. Yes. And, which is, anybody who knows, yeah, yes. Wild Ginger. Yes, I have many friends who love it there. Yeah. Um, he's also done the Steelhead Diner, uh, Blue Acre Seafood, Orfeo, Zane and, and Wiley's Seattle Steakhouse, um, so he's there, and he's paired um, some great uh, pairings with the meal that night. Yeah. So, and that's one of the things. It's not just the it's the food; the wine is mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's really the whole night. It's 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 an incredible. Um, it's that whole package. It's the package. Yeah. It really is. Yes, and yeah. and we have a lot of people that uh, will buy that after that. And mm-hmm. listening to the sommeliers describe. You know, and that's the thing, because I, I don't consider myself a big wine expert, even as an executive chef. But, you know, you have to know some things. But listening to them talk, you know, as a chef about passion about food, but listen to a sommelier talk about mm-hmm. wine and regions and this and the terra, you're like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Right. And, and why they picked this wine to go with this dish. And they'll mm-hmm. just start rattling off stuff. And you're like, oh, really? You know, it's yeah. just it's kind of crazy. But it's. The depth of knowledge that these uh, sommeliers have is just so impressive. Mm. Well, and when you go through those programs, I mean, anyone who's ever um, tried going through a sommelier program, the first level is actually pretty simple. But once you start going through those extra levels, it gets exponentially more difficult. And so they really do have some... uh, tremendous expertise and i'm as as someone who collects wine in fact actually hand of god wines um i helped with getting um, some of their product in for the swag bags that we have for those who are going to be on site and i love their wines so john steinberg thank you for that um i when i buy wine i'm always thinking what food can this go with Mm -hmm. and so i love hearing the chef's story the wine story and then how they come together. And I'm just like, I'm very excited about how this is all going to go that evening. It's, it's why I love staying um, as a participant in it. And I will say 
that's you know it's a, because I tend to like to be the one who likes to eat. I'm going to give a huge shout out though to my fellow board members because you you said that the students are going to be part of the program. Yeah. But I'm going to we have other volunteers and a lot of them are our board members. Exactly. And so they're there to serve also, yep. literally. And um, they love it because they do get a chance to interact with the students on a personal level, which we don't normally get to do when we're just doing our director's meetings. And so they get to see the program in action. They get to feel like they're really part of it. They love, you know, um, serving the community that helps literally feed the program. Right. Um, you know, with the funding. And it's, it's just an all-around feel-good event. Yeah. And, and it is, you know, when it's all said and done, it's an incredible event. But it is a fundraiser it's it's exactly. for sure it's for students it's for mm-hmm. helping with scholarships yes uh, part of it is to help uh, maybe a students because that's one of the things coming into our program they they need uniforms they need knife mm-hmm. kits they need the, the basics and a lot of students can't get that right away so um some of this you can actually mm-hmm. you know help a student by getting a knife kit for them or mm-hmm. you know yeah. get, get their uniforms for them it's something basic as having their uniform mm-hmm. and and that's we're an helping the next generation of exactly. people who are going to be out there making the deliciousness that and we I all want enjoy them, i want them in a uniform yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to walk up to a t-shirt no yes <laughs> but, uh, i i think uh, it's just a great win all and like you said it's an it's an experience mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that that dinner the wine listening yeah. to the stories yeah mm-hmm. and that's really is what that night is all about and it's just a lot of fun you can't go wrong with it yeah mm-hmm. and we do get to hear some of the stu- student stories oh absolutely yeah yeah so do, how many do we have that are going to be actually speaking at the event this time? I, do you, know? you know, I don't know how many they'll have. I'll probably okay. pick, uh, I'll look at my students and say, yeah, I like your story or this. Yeah. We'll pick a couple, but we'll probably have at least 20, 25 students working that night. Okay. Great. Um, and, which is phenomenal. Yeah. And there's also an auction portion yeah. of the evening, correct? Yes. Which will also be available for those who are live streaming. I believe if so. If I remember correctly. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. That's a I'm car- pretty that's, sure that's that that thing. is part... I've, I've had to sit in on some of those <laughs> meetings, I'm just saying. Um, I'm very certain that um, not only can you live stream, but we will have auction items that will be available for people to bid online as Perfect. well. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Carrie's very good Wine at that. is part of that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Sure it is. always <laughs> wine as part of that. There's Possibly always wine. some autographed you, uh, cookbooks well, or oh, whatnot. There's going to be cookbooks and the wine, I will say, um, because the the board helps um, bring some of that together and then some of it we have donated and whatnot. Um, we all donate into a wine wall typically on that and we do get executive level wines for that. Nice. Um, so it, they're nice wines and these are, trust me, a lot of my fellow directors, we all like our wine. <laughs> So they know what's good and uh, they bring it, which is awesome. That's that's excellent. I, I can't wait. And again, it's if anybody is looking mm-hmm. for this, go to foundation.rtc.edu and go in there and you can see if there's any openings still left. And I'm sure there's a few. Yeah. And and then there was three last I heard yeah. at the five hundred dollar level. It, it really does sell at the out patron quick. level. Yeah, yes, it, it does. Fast. Yeah. And, and you guys are right up front, aren't you? We yeah, are. I, yeah. I, I finagled the chef's table. Nice. Um, but I also, I'm also a sponsor yes. of the program Very this nice. year. And so part of mine is, um, you know, I also love, and I'll give a shout out also Viet Wah. Oh, yes. Is our premier sponsor. Yep. So thank you very much to Viet Wah for yep. being part of the program. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I'm 
so looking forward to it. And we're going to have some of the same table mates that we had before. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Steve and Karen will be joining us right up front and it'll be, uh, so, and I'm bringing a date. So, ooh. yeah. Oh, I know. I won't the say fruit who. or the a person. Yeah, totally. I'm going to okay. just dress up a little pruned out little. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> no. so we're going to, so we're going to be all on our behavior then. I uh, need to be nice. Dude, that's, no, that's not well, usually how people date you. Me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Best behavior. I know Reba better than that. Oh, yeah. Well, th- I know having gone I'm to the- I'm flying someone in. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Good, good, good. Well, having gone to the, you know, the the Angie Marr one, you know, a couple years ago, what a, what a great event. And to sit there and hear, like you said, hear the stories and, and really kind of put the, the food to the personality is, is just mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And something that to see that live is, is really a, a great experience. So I hope- uh, you know, if anybody's interested, again, you know, that's that's going to be coming up on November 10th, 6 to 9 p.m. And you can still make reservations, yes. foundation.rtc.edu. And so for anyone who is going on site, so so the live stream, people are going to have the pickup. There's, they're talking about a possible delivery option even with yep. that. So definitely go check it out, people. And um for those of us who are showing up earlier, there's going to be a six o'clock starter yes. appetizer. Appetizers in the, in the culinary Wanker. room. So yes, looking forward to it. Well, thank you so much, Chef Parker, for being on the show again today. We appreciate you being here. Thank you thank for you. having me. Thank you. 